Hey, 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 welcome back to the last episode of our series um, and journey. And I just want to thank everybody that has gone through this journey with myself and Tabs. And I hope you've been impacted. Do let us know. Give us a shout out how it was and sh- and let us know. Share what it has done for you on Conversations with Nikki on Instagram or on send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram just to let us know how this impacted you. Our heart is our heart desire is obviously for God to show through in everything that we have done because at the end of the day all glory goes back to him. We would have never made it here without him. But without further ado, let me introduce to you my co-host. I'm gonna miss um, having conversations with Nikki and not having him by my side because he has been my pillar, he has been my confidant, he has been the pusher behind it when I was days when I would not feel like wanting to record. He'd be like, We are recording, and he's just been so patient. Thank you so much, love, for doing this with me and for being patient and for pushing me when I was tired. And you're like, Nope, we're gonna do this. So thank you. And hey, welcome to our last segment. Any last words before we get into the last words while we starting? Yes, because we're gonna oh, it's okay. going deep now. We're talking restoration. Oh, here. Why is that the deep part? It's... I feel like the other part is so deep. Oh, this part is also deep. It's deep mm-hmm. and beautiful. Okay. Mm, no, you um... smell nice mm, when I come closer to you. Love, you're recording. I know. <laughs> so, um yeah, so I just like what Dicky said. Just um, share to other young couples out there that might be going through a tough time. Um, and then, yeah, you're welcome to DM. Where will they DM? On Instagram, Conversations with Nikki. Yes, DM on Conversations with Nikki on Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Mm. That's all I have to say for now. Okay. Oh, yeah. guys, my husband's skin is glowing. The way oh, wow, I am looking wow. at his skin, and I'm like, I want his skin. But anyway. All right, all right, all right, all right. So now our restoration story. Where do we begin? I feel I started. I started the last segment, love. So, okay, you want me to go on, <laughs> but you started the yeah, segment. Yeah, no, it will flow. Don't worry. Okay, okay. So with the restoration, so we last left off by saying, um, Tubbs moved back home, and now the real battle started so remember how i said god was preparing me for battle now the real battle started because obviously we we had not been staying with each other for six months and in that six months everyone like i developed my own habits he developed his own habits and now we're moving back together and the habits had to die like had to die but did you have to kill no like i'm saying on your side on my side i think the independent habit where i was now like i had to because i was used to doing things on my own i had to unlearn that and relearn again how to be open with my husband i feel like this time around it wasn't a forced thing it's like it happened naturally. It happened naturally. Yeah, it wasn't forced. Yeah, because I could before love, it was a principality in me that had not broken. Mm. Yeah. And then now when God dealt with me, that principality died. So it was easy for me to submit, to come under you mm. and submit. Um, yeah, so sure. 
So how I always narrate the story, and I think I love it how my husband narrated it once. It's like, imagine you being involved in a car accident, a terrible wreckage, right? And um, the person who's been in the wreckage, like hurt the most is my husband in this case. He's got a broken bone, like his injuries that he sustained are worse than my injuries because my injuries... I was quick to heal in my injuries. It was not the injuries I sustained from our marriage crashing were not as hard hit as his injuries because I was able to get, I was able to, let's say, um, respond to the medicine, which was God quick. Mm. And now my husband was in a wreckage, right? And now he had to come home, let's just say. So obviously, you know, a person who's been involved in a terrible accident, they come home, they may not be able to walk, they may not be able to talk, they've got injuries still. So they, them coming home, they're still recovering. Mm. It's not them coming home and they're okay. So, and Tabs, you actually, you're the one who described this to me, where you're like, you, if we, we had collided in an accident and you felt you were broken and you were lying on a stretcher but that's how you put it but then the way i then took that was he came home my husband came home but he was still injured he was still limping you know there was still things that he would need to heal and the healing process is not going to be a pretty process because you know sometimes the wound or the stitch can come out and then you have to clean it again you know and like how he mentioned in the last um episode that hearts were broken and not intentionally not you know it's a sad state of affairs that hearts were broken but imagine that whole process it was not an easy process and i having to die to self i having to be patient understanding that my husband is going through his own journey and that's Mm. a journey that god was taking him on and that's a journey that god had told me and prepared me that now the real battle begins because i was not fighting tubs which is something i had never come to understand prior in our marriage when things would go wrong i would fight tubs i'd be like you are doing one two three you don't love me you don't this and i would accuse him and fight him and not recognize the spirit behind him the spirit that was i wouldn't even want to say influencing but the spirit that was hovering in that moment of us fighting so now when my husband was back home Mm. because god had prepared me spiritually i could now sense that okay here i am now dealing with this kind of spirit here i'm dealing with this kind of spirit and instead of fighting the spirit like with my mouth i would go and i would pray um because my husband was still getting out of certain habits like you know um it was difficult because there were nights where i'll be like is he coming home and that's when god will be like just tell him hope he comes home safely and i'll be like what you know instead of why are you not home here <laughs> you know it was drive home safely and Mm. in me responding like that in text to tubs what i was doing in the background was praying 
like you spirit of reverie let go of my husband you have no right right now to be upon him and the reason i was now i was so alert in the spirit realm because now i knew every single spirit when girls would call and shame these girls were innocent in it all it's just the spirit behind them mm-hmm. instead of getting enraged and contacting those girls guys that's a waste of time by the way you don't deal with the girls you deal with the person mm-hmm. anyway instead of doing that i would pray for those girls to find god imagine <laughs> pray that they find god pray that they they realize what they're doing is not right you know and everything so it was it was a difficult journey because we had to clean our garden we had to take out the weeds for god to lay the foundation properly for god to relay our foundation so it was a beautiful journey because it was a journey that my husband and I both had to grow in it together mm. we we both with time you know tabs then started joining us with prayer tabs started you know it was a beautiful beautiful like yo guys it was like you know when you're watching a person learn how to walk again that was what was happening with my husband where God had him right where he wanted and God did what he needed to do. And our story wasn't over. God was like this marriage is not over, not in my books, mm. not where I stand because there's a work he needs to do in both of us. So the restoration like I say guys, it wasn't instant because you don't it doesn't happen instantly and I guess with that it brought me the lessons I've learned from this whole thing is to stay in prayer. Mm. Stay in prayer. Pray for your spouse. Do not underestimate the power of prayer. Pray for your spouse when you're about to have an argument. I think Tubbs and I have got to a maturity, I guess, where we still do have disagreements, but we are now mature, I guess, in our disagreements. Where, you know, my husband will even correct me. He'll be like, "No, no, no. Don't say it like this because the moment you say a word like i don't know what i had said the one time and he's like you can't say that because you're then going to find something else to fill that very part that you think is missing in me and i like that we are able to call each other out quickly and solve it there and there like we will not sleep on an angry heart you know we will have arguments but we'll have very constructive arguments we were very aware that mm love Yeah, we're fighting another thing, you know, and praying together as a couple. It's a beautiful experience. And I think the rest like God restored guys like to a point where I even have forgotten the pain I went through in my separation. Mm-hmm. That's how God restores. He restores sevenfold. My marriage is a spacious place. My marriage is a beautiful place. Our love making is the best. Our t- conversations are the best. Like everything is just beautiful. It's ah, uh, yes. That's Everyone. my version of <laughs> restoration. Oh, the, very the very first part. Yeah. Are we talking versions? No, love not versions, but just. Yeah. So um, yeah. It is weird, man. Like I grew up church, man. Like I love God and everything and and all that stuff, but I had grown 
better towards towards God, mm. right? Um, but then remember I said the other thing when you when you went and apologized to the parentals and stuff and everything and everything you spoke to them, mm. right? Like that touched me. Yeah, but then also your your character, like your softness, like you're soft. Right, that's what attracted me to you again. Right? That soft, that soft Nikki that I fell in love with in 2011, and the hard, harsh Nikki. Right, and there's a scripture that talks properly about about this, and it's weird for me because I've I've always known the scripture, and I've always um, shared the scripture to people who are like unequally yoked. Like, so, for example, if um, a wife is married to a guy who's not a Christian, right? And what normally happens in in the world, the Christian person in the relationship will would always feel like they're better than the other person, right? And because they don't drink or they don't smoke or they don't go party mm. or they don't listen to hip-hop all that kind of stuff right they always feel like nah because i live like this you are lesser of a person than me mm-hmm. and you and then that creates the first um conflict yeah you understand right um and i think in our marriage before right we'd always fight and stuff because i was i was trying to live in my sinful ways and and prove it and and say and sort of justify it mm. like, even knowing that it's it's wrong right but what would make us fight was also like the self-righteousness that you mm. you spoke like you felt like because you don't drink whiskey you're a better human being than me right and it was wrong to create fight but then this part like what it says in first peter three right where Peter's talking about marriages, like a godly marriage, right? I'm not going to read the first part of one, but there's a portion, I think it's verse 2 or 3, I'm going to read it in the message versions. It says, There are husbands who, indifferent as they are to any words about God, will be captivated by your life of holy beauty, right? What matters is not your outer appearance, the styling of your hair, the jewelry you wear, the cut of your clothes, but your inner disposition. Cultivate inner beauty, the gentle, gracious kind that God delights in. And then he says, the holy women of old were beautiful before God that way and were good, loyal wives to their husbands. And he makes an example of Sarah, that Sarah, for instance, taking care of Abram, would address him as my dear husband. Right? You'll be true daughters of Sarah if you do the same. And unanxious and unintimidated and then he goes and says the same goes for you husband so wait that part i started seeing that inner beauty in you right and trust me like nothing compares to that out there in the world like you can go out as a guy and everything and you'll you'll see beautiful women and all that stuff but they wouldn't have that thing like that inner beauty, mm. you understand? And that's what attracts me t- to you, 
right? Even from day one. Right? Now even more. You understand? And it also makes me not want to to prove stuff and justify things and everything, right? Like, I also grow into my own being, into my own position as a husband because you are displaying that inner beauty thing. Mm-hmm. And and then that inner beauty stuff also comes to to the husband as well. I'll read the husband part, right? Um, but But because our hearts are right on the inside, what manifests on the outside is glory. Like like what you said, the baps is good. I mean, lovemaking is good. Um, the conversations are good. The way we have conflict is good. Mm-hmm. It's because what's happening inside, right? We're living life from our inner side, our inner self. I'm, I'm running out of words. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I right? And then... The same goes for you husbands. Be good husbands to your wives. Honor them, delight in them. As women they lack they lack some of your advantages. But in the new life of God's grace, you are equals. Treat your wives then as equals. So your prayers don't run aground. So your prayers get answered. So which means I I've learned as well to treat you as an equal, but I think I've always treated you as an equal right? but in this season and then lockdown was nice as well oh yeah lockdown was yeah, nice like, oh, wow. <laughs> for us. But, but it works in weird ways like all this happened around Feb we hadn't planned the whole lockdown thing and all the stuff and I kind of feel like this whole lockdown kind of solidified the work that God was doing in our hearts mm-hmm. and in our lives and a lot of things had to fall away quickly and a lot of things had to done be established quickly mm. like the foundations that we have now are quite strong mm. i think I, I think it's even stronger than before way stronger is it mm. okay no, i'm glad it is right i'm joking <laughs> but um but lockdown was good like even for the kids as well like yeah. um our pastor was saying was saying to me when i when i met him like he was like like don't do was like don't you shouldn't take for granted what um lockdown did for children in homes because most of the time parents are out working mm. and then they not work and the children don't see them so they don't get that um strong family foundation yeah. and the fact that we hear like most of the time you see with Nate and and Kanya like they like spending family time stuff playing games mm, and everything right um and it's all because of God like restoring his glory right? and a lot of things start falling into place as well like our finances started falling into place mm. like the restoration is not just restor- restoring when God restores a family it's not just restoring just me and you sleeping on the same bed it's restoring the dreams and the calling that he has placed upon upon um, upon the the marriage mm. right um restores the things that we had been praying for right um because when Satan attacks a marriage he's not attacking tubs or attacking Nikki or attacking the husband with just the wife just for Nje Nje 
so that there's no marriage right remember marriage is a picture of god's family like god himself so satan does not like that right a family a marriage creates a completeness it's like jesus and the church right satan doesn't like jesus and the church jesus and his bride which is us the church you'll always come between those two mm. right? and you'll see it all over the world like things that um go against church the same way um marriages get attacked as all well. and it's for a higher purpose like there's things that are going to get done um through us by god because of what um this restoration did as mm-hmm. well. there's bigger things coming but i don't want to say too much hmm? Hmm. well yeah love i think that's that literally rounds off our our series and mm. our journey of how god restored and i just love how um tab says when god restores he just doesn't restore you sleeping together <laughs> on the same bed he literally restores everything and i always go back to the scripture god restores sevenfold guys try folding a paper an a4 paper seven times like the amount of time god will restore he will pour into your cup to a point where it overflows and that's what we have seen and i think to round off i'm just going to ask my husband what are the two lessons he like what are the two takeaways you took from this journey what journey from the restoration from the separation to the restoration so sure. two lessons two lessons okay so the first one for me um is i should as a as a as a man i should always have um prayer altar um set up in the family so like i'm always i'm i'm meant i'm meant to be the one always um making sure that's happening that we're always prayerful and stuff right um and the second lesson was I don't know if it's a lesson man but just God doesn't give up on people we don't want that give up on him sure it's powerful yeah. really is it mm. yeah so those are two things <laughs> I think powerful love I think for me um my two lessons was the first dying to self allowing God you know when we surrender to God we don't fully surrender like we still want to have some control and I learned to let go of the control and allow god and um i then learned to pray god's will not mm. my will pray god's will cuz i don't know god's will for the marriage i i have an ideal picture of what i want for my marriage but then again god put this marriage together and i need mm. to pray his will i need to pray what he needs done yeah but that comes to the end of our journey and if you noticed i actually released this podcast on our anniversary hey do you know what today is yes guys <laughs> it's our anniversary 
and we've been married for eight years thankful to god that we are still together standing strong eight years in we've got a thousand many more years to go mm-hmm. we're gonna grow old together mm-hmm. be those grannies and <laughs> what is it i was about to say kulus and gogos that's what we say here and be that kulu and gogo that's still dancing and having a great time but mm-hmm. happy anniversary babe happy anniversary to you too i love you lots love you too babe thank you guys for listening to our journey and always have God as your foundation. And that's the end of Conversations with Nikki. This series. Because I will be back with other things. But <laughs> thank you so much, love, for coming on. Mm. I'm sure you're going to now do more podcasts with me. Hey. Oh, no. I mean, you're good at, like, success talk. Like, you're good with oh, pushing no, people. Whenever, like, whenever you meet me, I'll send you my invoice. Wow. <laughs> But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Have a good one and remember, keep God first.